Every valuable lesson you learn in life will come from you failing. This is Wright Brennan with Lost in the Midlands. I'm here with a veteran entrepreneur, home improvement professional, real estate investor, my buddy, Tracy Selfridge with Clutterless Junk Removal and Demo. Hey, Tracy, thanks for hanging out, man. Hey, I'm happy to be here, bud. Yes, sir. And that is a pretty cool quote that you picked out. That's Andy Frasilla. And you were just telling me what an impact failing has had on your life. Tell me why you thought this quote was cool. Oh, yeah. Failure is important. It's very important. It's the reason I'm here. It's the reason I'm here talking to you. It's the reason I went on this journey to become a uh, financially independent person. Um, the failure that caused me to go on this path was a, uh, was a foreclosure back in 2013. Wow. So it was a very humbling experience. Um, I grew up in a trailer. Wow. Uh, don't come from a, you know, a wealthy family and all that. Um, so this was the first house that I owned and, uh, and I didn't take care of it financially. So, so I lost it. And, uh, and that kind of sent me on this path. You know, a man loses his house, you know, it's, it, it does something to him and it makes him not want to do, go through that again. So that's where I'm at. That's why I'm here. I started learning about investing, started learning about money, started learning about business. Yeah. So yeah, failure is important, man. Failure is important. Heck yeah. Um, yeah, those trials and tribulations, they suck, but, you know, yeah. <laughs> you come back yeah. to Phoenix, yeah. you learn. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, without it, what? because if I didn't go through that failure, right, would I, would I have gotten into finances? Would I have gotten into business? You know, would I have even cared? Or would this happen to me whenever I was 40? You know, you yeah. never know. I'm thankful I had that failure. It sounds stupid maybe whenever you're going through it, yeah. but but if you go through it and you survive it, you become stronger, and it, sh- and it shows you, you know, how important failure really is. So, not afraid of failure. It's made me. <laughs> I like it. That is awesome. Yes, sir. Heck, yeah. Well, let's back up a little bit. Let's talk sure. about um, your beginnings. You are from the Lexington area? Yes. I'm. Well, I'm from Saluda. I grew up down there uh, around Ramp 3 and Ramp 4. That's actually Saluda County. It's, like, right on the edge of the county line. Yeah. Um, and I grew up there. Uh, grew up on the lake. Uh, not necessarily on the lake. We was probably about a half mile from the lake. So, it was an easy walk to the ramp and cool. play and stuff like that. Uh, went to Saluda High School and then um, – Actually, here's another failure. So I went to Saluda and I got I dropped out in the eleventh grade and uh, I dropped out. That was a dropout, I, and so I didn't go to twelfth. But I remember uh, the following year going to get my GED, and I got my GED before my classmates even graduated. So I went and got my GED, <laughs> yeah. And then uh, and then I got into some trouble. You know, I did some some stupid things that kids would do. Um, yep. Got in trouble with the law, and uh, it was pretty pretty big big uh, penalties. So. Um, they gave me the ultimatum to either go to jail or I can go to the army. <laughs> That's an easy choice. So I went to the army. Uh, went and did that. I uh, went to the National Guard for six years. Um, I was telecommunications. I was a uh, signal support specialist. Wow. So we worked on all the radio equipment and stuff like that that the army yeah. had at the time, which I'm sure is outdated by now. Um, but that's what that's what the job was in the army. So I did that for six years. Um, outside of that. Uh, so it was National Guard. So whenever I got done with my training and my AIT, I came back here and I was stationed at uh, down there, Sumter. Yeah. So um, I was doing that and uh, I was working different trades, different jobs. I've done a million jobs at this point. I've done roofing. I drilled wells as a as a hand. I was a hand on a well driller. Yeah. Uh, 
business. Um, did carpentry work. Uh, God, man, so much. <laughs> Drove trucks. I had a CDL for a while. Do you miss the roofing? Do I? No, I don't. <laughs> but I get plenty of it now. <laughs> it's a demolition con. As a demolition contractor, I get plenty of it, though. Uh, I'm just not really up in the air as much. So, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah, I've done a bunch of different stuff. Uh, had my CDL, things like that. Um, okay. Went and got my license in 2018, my real estate license. I did that part-time for two years. Uh, and I've been working at Michelin now. Or, or, sorry, not now. I've been working at Michelin. I worked at Michelin for six years. Okay. So, that I was there for a little massive. while. It's They're, a big place. Yeah. It's a big place. Big place. I've met so many people that have worked there, and I know that you can make some good money working there. I mean, yeah. long hours, but sure. you know, you can really stack stack up a lot of money working there. Sure, and that's exactly what I did. Uh, following that foreclosure um, was around the time whenever I went and got that job at Michelin because I was learning about investing. I was like, yeah. you know what? I, okay, so I need money to invest. Okay, so where do I get money? Where can I go to work with the skills that I have to go and make as much money as possible? So yeah. I went to Michelin, and I. Burned up to overtime, right? I'm telling you, there were there were two years. There was about a two year time span where it was very common for me to work like twenty day, twenty one days in a row, wow. half the month. I've worked the whole month in a row before. Um, I motivated. did that for like two years, and I saved all that money. Wow, saved it all up. So, um, yeah, good place to work, save some money. But uh, rotating shifts ain't fun either, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's powerful. Yeah, and. The next move, so we're we're inching up to you. At some point, decided to go out on your own. At some point, you yep. were like, you know what, Michelin's awesome, but yeah, I got you know, I got to, I got to yeah. move. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and and see, that was the problem the whole entire time, from from 2013 after that foreclosure when I started learning about money and everything. So while I was at Michelin, I was at Michelin for about five or six years. Um, while I was there, I was start I was trying to do side work and like start a business, and that yep. way I grow it and then ease into it. Yep. Well, the problem is is time. You don't have the time, and but the thing is, you work rotating shifts and you try to do that stuff when you're off. But you're so tired from working in that plant. Whenever you get off, you don't feel like doing it. And, I, and now look, I didn't try this for like a month and was like, the heck with this. I tried this for two years because I was a realtor for two years. Yeah. And yeah. I did this for two years trying to make it work. And I never could make it work. Yeah. So I was like, God, I can't get no traction, man. I'm out here, you know, I'm working 40 hours a week, 44 hours a week, whatever it is. And uh, these other realtors, you know, they're getting their license and they're starting and they're working 40 hours a week. Yeah. So they're out there fighting with two hands. And uh, I only got one because I got a full-time job. Right. So there's, it's, it's common sense that they would stomp me. You know, it makes sense now. Yeah. Um. So – so I quit. I saved up a whole bunch of money, like I said. Um, big old nest egg left and uh, and left and 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 started this company here, Clutter Less. Um, I knew I had to do it full time. There was no way it was going to work part time. So we just made that jump. And at 39 years old to make, or I was 38 when that happened. At 38, that's a big jump. That's scary. It's kind of late <laughs> to be doing something like that. But here we are. I'm kind of glad I did. As a matter of fact, I take that back. I'm super happy I did because otherwise I would have been still working at that plant wondering what if. So, yeah. It is it is a scary move. Sure. And it's funny how you, you bring that story up like you got all these balls in the air. 
you, mm-hmm. you, you look at your schedule and you're like, well, I can't do everything. Yeah. <laughs> you got to make a move. It comes yeah. to a head. Yeah. And and you moved towards taking the risk. So yeah, of course. Kudos to you, man. Badass. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's badass or if it's stupid. No, it's exciting watching your business grow. I mean, we met in B&I. You yeah. Networking and the, and the investment groups yeah. and stuff. Really yeah. getting, getting after it. Yeah. Um, and you had that amazing voice and I was like, man, that guy needs to do a podcast and. It's like, here I am. I don't know this weirdest thing. <laughs> well, when you started, what was your avenue for new customers when you when you kind of made the jump? You're like, you know what? Clutterless happening. Where do I get some work? Sure. So uh, leading up to that, you know, like I, like I mentioned, uh, for I was in real estate, so I had like a little network with that. So awesome. whenever I jumped into doing this, I immediately hit those people. Um, and that brought work instantly. That was great. Um, also going to BNI, that helped a ton. Um, I met a whole bunch of cool people, yourself, Curtis, Randy, whole bunch of new people, right? Whole bunch of cool people. Uh, but, and that helped a lot and that kind of plugged me into the network. Um, that way I could network, meet people, see how I can help them. Right. Right. Giffers gain. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. The, um. I mean, in the beginning, you, I mean, the way it led up, it just sounds like you were kind of, you had a lot of pieces together. Mm-hmm. You know, you had experience, yeah. you had gone out and worked and, and learned about investing, mm-hmm. you had somewhat of a network. So, yeah. I, I mean, you were thinking, I'm wondering, leading up to that, you were thinking, well, at some point I got to make the move, let me prepare myself, or did it just kind of like, yeah. like, I can't do it anymore, I got to make I the move. can't do it anymore, I got to make the move. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. And uh, I'll go on record right now to say that Michelin wanted to come in and bring in a whole bunch of college kids as managers. That's a bad idea. (laughs) Hire the people that's in the the plant that knows what the jobs are. So you were in a tough spot in multiple ways. Sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, it was a tough spot. Yeah, and I and I remember, you know, I went on another podcast. Uh, it was like a trash talk. It was a junk removal podcast. It was a business podcast. Cool. When I was at working at Michelin, I went on there and I was talking to those guys, and uh, and they gave me. We looked at my market, um, and and they gave me the confidence to say that you know these were two guys that were in the junk removal business. They they've already been down the path that I'm going down. They looked at my market and depth look and um, said that it it would be okay to take that plunge. There's opportunity. So that that also that was a big push too it was like two veterans saying hey it's there go get it so to me i was like yeah no problem so the next day after that podcast i did the podcast that night i was a monday night and i worked tuesday night too so i went did that podcast that night and the next day whenever i went in i remember the manager coming to me and uh, i was working and he came and he said something to me that didn't make no sense which was uh, very common since we got the new management in the Michelin, um, he came to me and he said something about I needed to do something, and I was like, "Yeah, that's great. Here's my two weeks," <laughs> and that's what I told him. And he looked at me and his eyes about fell out of his head. Yeah, and I mean, that's where I was. I was ready to go. So, yeah. so I put my two weeks in that next day after that podcast. Yeah, awesome. Well, the jobs that you're working on, what you know, what are you demoing? Are you demoing? I mean, is it anything and everything? Like you know. A trailer, a house. Sure. So the majority of our stuff is interior demo. So like sheetrock, the floors, uh, kitchens, bathrooms. We've torn out chimneys before. We could do exterior demo too. We could tear out decks, uh, play sets, some old wooden play sets. It's like a good idea when the kids are like five, but when they get like 15, they don't play with it no more and all the wood's (laughs) rotten. Call us, we can come get it. Okay. Okay, that. And uh, we also do like sheds and things like that too. Okay. And your network of like real estate people are they the ones who are who are feeding you the business like if somebody needs um 
I'm just trying to think, like, who is an example of a new customer? Like, what type of person? A new customer would be a contractor that's trying to grow his business. Okay. Yeah, so we help them scale. We can come in. We can take care of that demo. We do it the right way. We'll come in. We'll clean it up after we get done. We, I try to make sure we get every single nail, every single staple. That never happens. It's very hard to do. But that's what I aim for. Because what my whole mission is, is whenever we go into a job, is to clear it out, give the next guy that's coming in behind us a clean slate. Yeah. I want him to come in and it'd be like, they just built this. That's what I, because I know that helps them. Yep. I know it's faster and it's good for everybody. Yeah. So somebody, who, so maybe like a kitchen remodeler? Are, sure, are they, they some sure, of the guys that sure. you will go Sure, kitchen in? remodeler or a real estate investor or anyone that is looking to, to take, to do more projects. Yeah. Wants to grow. We're, we're here to help them grow, for sure. Awesome. Do you have any other, uh, like, business goals? Yeah, sure. I sure do. Uh, so, I lost my house to a foreclosure. Now I want to buy some foreclosures. <laughs> <laughs> or houses that need updates and things like that. So, I am looking for a flip, too. Awesome. Um, I have the network to, you know, take a flip down if we can get one. The problem is getting one. So, if anyone knows... Anybody that has a house that has extensive repairs that they do not want to pay for themselves, they can call me. I'll be happy to buy that house. And they don't have to do none of their repairs. They don't have to talk with a realtor. We can make it nice and easy. Yeah. We come in and buy it, and we can do it quick. There will be a due diligence period for we, for us to inspect, but that's not going to be the same time period as it would be if you was getting traditional financing for a house. That's awesome. So, I mean, you're in the game. You know, you're doing the work. You're out there looking at investment opportunities. What advice would you give somebody who wants to get in the game? Go fail. Go fail. Fail now. Fail fast. Fail hard. Don't be afraid of failure, man. Everybody fails. Our society has this thing of pointing and laughing or picking up the, the, the phone and being like, ha, look at him fail. Yeah. Be the guy that's failing because you're going to be the dude that's going to be hiring those people with the phones. That's awesome. Yeah. Yes, sir. And where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Tracy Selfridge, S-E-L-F-R-I-D-G-E. You can also find Clutter Less on Instagram and Facebook. That's Clutter Less. Heck yeah, Tracy. Thanks for hanging out. It's been awesome watching your business grow. Um, anybody out there who needs a demo team worked on, this is the man. So yes, heck for yeah. sure. Call us, man. We'll get it done right. Awesome. Thanks, Tracy. Awesome. Thank you, right. <laughs>